praying that you plan. Um, honestly, I think some of you are very aware you can tell the presence of the Lord. And, and the declaration where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I don't know how many in this house have been struggling and battling. But where Jesus is, there is freedom and liberty. Can't say that enough, Doug. You know, sometimes these songs are very repetitious, or we're saying the same things over and over. There's a reason. These are truths, and there's the Bible says that there's powers. There's we have the Holy Spirit, and there's also demonic spirits. They hear. I like to declare truth, and it's good for you to declare truth out of your mouth. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. That where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I hear the chains falling. All of us, even though we're Christians, we can get cut, caught up in stuff, and pretty soon we're pulling and we're dragging stuff behind us, and, the, and, and it gets weary and heavy. If it wasn't that way, Jesus wouldn't have said, Come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He was talking to religious people. He was talking to those who were knew the Lord, they were worshiping God, they were following the law like they were supposed to, and he said, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So it's a very good sign when we're believers, when we're Christians, and we feel that weight, and we feel that tug or that pull, that resistance when we're trying to come closer to the Lord. How many feel that? You feel, you felt resistance when you're trying, I'm, I'm trying to dig in, I'm trying to, to get into his presence, but I'm being tugged. That's not the Holy Spirit. So then you start declaring and worshiping, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and liberty. And you begin to voice the praises of God, and you begin to, to go into his, his um, courts with thanksgiving and praise, and lifting up his name, and declaring the truth of God over your life, that where Jesus is, there is freedom and liberty. Amen? And that's what we do when we come into the house together. There's a powerful thing when we come united in agreement. Amen? I talked about agreement a few weeks ago. What are you agreeing with? If you agree with that demonic influence, that spirit that's speaking to you, that, oh, you're never going to change. This is, ne this is never going to be any different. Oh, it's just too big of a thing. You're just gonna, you, they just want you to just keep that garbage and, and dwell with that and agree that this is how it's going to be. That's not the truth. That is not the truth. I don't agree with the lies of the enemy. We agree with what the Word of God says. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty and freedom. Jesus came to break the chains of darkness in our lives. We don't agree with darkness. We speak life and we walk in the light as he's in the light. And the word says that we'll have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. So we walk free. We walk in power. Why? Because of Jesus. We walk in authority. Why? Because of Jesus. We walk in wholeness and in health because of Jesus. So we don't, we're not afraid to speak the name of Jesus. We're not afraid to sing a song that says just Jesus 150 times because every single time it's meaning something different. Anthony was talking about we should literally, when we come into this house, picture. And I was, when you start talking, I was like, Jesus is walking by. I'm like, like you should be going, hey, Jesus, don't walk, don't pass me by. Don't pass me by. How many of he walked in this room, you would just sit there and be like, oh, that's cute. Oh, look, it's Sarah's talking with Jesus. Well, I don't know. I, maybe I'm too dirty to talk to Jesus. Maybe I've done too much this week. Or maybe, well, he knows my past. Yeah, he paid for your past. 
so that you could be free, so that you could reach out and touch him, so that you could run up to him in the middle of whatever your mess is and go, Jesus, I need you. So I didn't want that moment to pass by without, this is what we're doing. This is, this is the, what's, what it's here for. So even now, just reach out. If you've been tied up or bound up, just reach out and say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, don't pass me by. The Lord's been doing some powerful things in this church because I believe we're taking these moments to let the Holy Spirit do what he wants to do, to let Jesus touch those who Jesus wants to touch. So we're not going to pass it by. Just I'm going to take about another minute or so. Just reach out. Just speak to him like you would if he was right in front of you.
I believe there's some free people up in here. <laughs> I'm sure they're dancing, thinking of clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Amen. That's what victory looks like. That's what the children of Israel do would do before they went out to war. They'd, they'd dance and clap and shout praises to God as they were going out to war because they knew the victory had already been won. Amen? Amen. Well, if you ain't free, it's your own darn fault. Yeah, it's because you don't want it. Amen? Hey, I, I want to uh, just share a couple things. It's super cool. Last week, um, we had two people that I know of that have been, had been searching. Easy for me to say. Searching and seeking. Baptism of the Holy Spirit. Another thing, if you if you worship with the Lord and you're not out of breath, you might not be doing it right. <laughs> when I was in Africa, I think I lost about 15 pounds from worship. We danced for hours. Beautiful. So we had two people who've been uh, seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit that I know of. I know two of last week um, that got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And uh, one happened while they were up here. Another one, um, is it okay? Another one was my dad. <laughs> and it was so cool. Is is some of you have seen? He's been, it's like I want it, and he was just at home on the elliptical working out. On the elliptical, minding his own business, as I say, I was just minding my own business, and the Holy Spirit started talking to me. On the elliptical, and boom, baptized with the Holy Spirit, evidence speaking in tongues. So just beautiful. So for those of you who have, we've prayed for you in the past, or you haven't, keep seeking, right? You've been hearing me say, Jesus taught, ask. In the Greek, it says, and keep on asking, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and keep on seeking, and guess what? You'll find. Knock. And keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. Amen? Amen. So, super cool stuff. Um, while we're in the, I think I was, man, I don't know how we can open this thing up any better for you guys. Um, but uh, why don't Richard and April, you guys come up and uh, you guys can share. And, and from this point on, they're going to share <laughs> what's going on with the youth. Is that on? Good morning. I just want to pray before I say a word. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Mighty Jesus. Powerful Jesus. We just thank you, Father, for Jesus Christ. We thank you for Jesus. We are honored to know you, Lord. We are honored to be saved by you. We are honored to be freed by you. We are no longer, no longer bound by sin or shame, but free. We thank you for your presence that brings us freedom, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So, Father, as each one comes up to share their testimony about how they saw you, heard you, were touched and healed by you, would you anoint their lips? Would you anoint the ears of the hearers? 
that they too would be touched, that they too would see you as this youth releases the testimony of what you did. Would you anoint them to speak truth and testify? And would you release the very same thing through them as they do? We have a great expectation of you this morning, Lord. You have set a standard for us. You have raised our bar of faith in the youth. So would you do that in the whole body this morning? That they too would long for the ways that you have touched the teenager. That they would hear what is possible in your presence. And that they would begin seeking and asking and knocking in greater faith and greater measure. And Father, would you open the door to them and reveal yourself in Jesus' name. Amen. So first, parents, thank you for allowing us the great privilege and honor of knowing your children. I say children. They don't feel like children to us because they're so spiritually mature. Like, I almost don't even want to call you children. You're not adults yet, but, like, youth even sounds too immature for them. Um, So thank you for trusting us with them. Not really. Thank you for trusting Christ in us with them. Thank you for allowing us not just to take them to camp, but to love them weekly, to know them weekly, to um, just really lead them to Jesus because he's the most we've got. We have nothing on our own to share with them. So thank you for allowing us to just point them to Jesus point them to the Holy Spirit. And as much as we've taught them, they've taught us so much too. So we thank you for the honor and privilege. Yes, Lily. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, Oh, Becca. Where's Becca? I'm super excited to see the video. She created a video. We bombarded her with hundreds, maybe even a thousand photos. And so she spent like jamming on the computer to create a video of all of our memories so you guys can get a peek into what we encountered. Thank you for that, Becca.
we are going to move that. Becca, thanks for making me cry. <laughs> truly have seen Christ. We haven't just led them to Jesus, but they have led us to Jesus. We have seen him upon them and in them and through them in greater ways than even we are capable in life to do. Their faith has built our faith. I'm telling you because I want you to know what's in your kids so that you can value Christ in them. He's huge in them. He's not like teeny tiny Christ in them. He's like explosive Christ in them. They are going to release miracles on the earth. You're going to see your kids heal people and set them free from Satan. And that's big. So I just encourage you as a whole body to value Christ in them. Just because they're younger doesn't mean anything. We have been led into worship by them. We're like twice, sometimes three times their age. Twice. Wait, 23. Well, 43. It's close. So I just, I encourage you as a body to embrace them, to go to them for prayer. Their faith is really, really big, and God responds to it. If you lack faith, come to them and ask them to pray for you. If you need to be healed, we're actually going to do that today. Come to them. Humble yourselves before the Lord in them and be led by them and pour into them. Um, so we're just going to go down the line and if you want to share how Jesus touched you, how he healed you, how he freed you, um, be brave and do it because you're boasting in your Jesus and he's worth that. They need to know what's possible. They need to know what he's done. So I'll start here. You can say pass or just get up and come. Um, so I wasn't planning on on speaking about it, but um, recently I'd gone through like a loss of something that I, I held tight, and I kind of carried it with me. Um, it was dormant, but I still carried it with me um, during the camp, and it just affected me in ways that I couldn't really see until I was freed from it. Um, and I was just holding it tight, and I just, you know, I don't know. I just, I couldn't let it go, and and then when I had, like, a, um, I had, like, a revelation, like, a, a vision while we're worshiping of the chains visibly breaking off of me, and it was one of the most, like, powerful things I've ever experienced in my life, and I just couldn't, like, hold anything down. I just continued to, like, just weep and just let all the pain and the hurt and all of it go, and I just, I've never felt more clear-minded and just, like, totally free in my life. I just, I can visibly see and, and almost feel all the chains just breaking off of me. And I, I was just looking around me, and I just was, like, almost wiping the eyes of, like, all the things that would hold me back and things like that. And it just was just, like, such a vivid and really clear and, like, just beautiful moment. And I can say that I'm, like, I am really free from all of it.
and that's his second to last time as champ. Um, I asked April to pray for me, and in the middle of her praying for me, I got a vision of my mom and my child huddled in like a dark spot, and when she was praying for me, it was in a way of this white gold spot that covered my heart and my my mind. And I've also been nearsighted as well. And when she was done praying for me, I woke up at this age, age two, and I could see clear from the whole building. And it was just an amazing feeling. So quick connection that the Holy Spirit quickened me to was the connection between his pornography addiction and his eyesight being healed. He confessed the power of his confession. The Lord honored that and healed his eyesight. Come on. So I just want to share real quick. One thing that was just a, a common theme and hit me very quickly the very first night that we were there was these kids' willingness to submit to who God is. Not like for that time period, but just they have a condition of being submitted to God and his power and his authority and what he's able to do. Stephen coming, coming up here and sharing that with you, in him submitting himself unto the Lord for the sake of you guys, so that you can also be free. Their submission just opened up the door to so much freedom and healing and in an explosive way that no matter how many kids come up here and testify about or how I try to illustrate it to you, I won't be able to get the fullness across to you. It was unbelievable. So I'll, I'll allow them to continue to share so you can at least get a glimpse of what that looked like. just going to go by them by the uh, night thing. First night, how many how many nights were there? Yeah, so the first night, I got more comfortable with God than I ever had in my life, and like, I just felt like I could do anything. No, I just felt really comfortable, yeah. And so the second night, we were just like praying, and then 
after the thing ended, we go to this thing called Victor's Circle, but we didn't go because we were, we were, yeah, doing business. And so there's these two people left, and well, left like on their faces to greet Jesus. And so me, him, that guy, Ethan, and Brendan, we went for them and prayed for them, and we were like, we were really going at it. And then there's a second guy, me and T went over there, we started praying for him. And then the other guy got up, and we went over to pray for him, and then he just, like, got KO'd by Jesus. <laughs> Pretty cool. And the third night, like, halfway through praise, Pastor Mike, our pastor, the pastor, Pastor Mike, he had a message for me, which revealed one of the gifts that Jesus would give me. share about how you guys baptized a few kids in the Holy Spirit? Were you part of that group? Yes. Come on, Megan. like we were only in there for two hours and then everyone left like everyone in our youth group left and then like we're in there for an extra hour and a half and then like Kieran's running in and out of the sanctuary he sees Becca and he's like Becca is that you is that you Becca and he's like I've never felt this way I've never felt this way I feel I feel amazing and it, was just, it was it was like so like just awesome and it was like I think it was like the first or second day um like I was just worshiping, like we were all worshiping, and I just, I just felt like I need to pray for this kid next to me. And I look at, I look at Ethan, I'm like, Ethan, I, I, I want your help with me. Like I want your help to like pray for this kid. And he was just saying that like he's been baptized in the Holy Spirit for like that was three years ago, and he hasn't been baptized like before, like after that, or hasn't put a spoken in tongues. So then like we started praying for him, and then he just started speaking in tongues just like for like quite a while and it was just like and it was amazing just like seeing just seeing him like just like go from just like shy to like shaking like talking to us like feeling like comfortable and then uh you want to share well so first i just want to say like these kids i like they've grown so much like from the beginning of camp to the end like i've seen them change like i've never seen before like kieran like like, uh, during youth, I would see him once a bit, but he would never really get out of the comfort zone. But at camp, he was just, he, 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 he skipped, like, five levels. <laughs> and he was, like, uh, we, we, we see him, like, almost two hours past, like, the first day. He was, like, 10 o'clock, like, when we still went there. And, uh, and I thought it was, like, in one hour. <laughs> and, um, we're, we're in there, and he's just, he's screaming, like, the name of Jesus. And he's, like, he's literally, like, walking back and forth and just, like, prophesying and, like, and my and my staff, well, I've only really seen like those one or two people, and he's like, one people are like speaking in tongues over everybody, like, who wants to like, I'm gonna give it to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then, and then, and then he, he he got hit at the altar, and there's like five people on top just praying for him. And then even the drummer comes down, he starts praying for him, 
Where he, like, we're all speaking in tongues right here. And he, he, he gets up. He's bawling. He hugs, like, you guys are cool. Like, you guys need me. And then I see him looking up, up, up at the stage, and I see his face like this. And I'm like, what happened? And he goes, I can see. And then, and like, he's like, he's just, he's like, he can see all these different colors he's never seen before. And then the, the next morning he got up, and then he's like, have, have you cursed, have you cursed that, um, that, that person's grave yet? And it's like peach wine, and it's like bright blue and clear. And then he, the morning he goes, I really like this color. And then they're like, he's like, I've never really seen, seen this color before. It's awesome. Uh, and then he's at London, like, like I would, I would go to war with this kid. Like he's, he's, <laughs> he has so much faith. Like he, he, he can see someone like this. He's like, no one's never seen that before. Walks up to them and he, he puts his arm around and starts telling them something. Starts trying to get him to stop making him do it. And then uh, our four, kid, uh, our four, <laughs> four kids together. Like we baptized like three or four kids in one night. Like, um, but there, there was this one kid. There's this one kid in, in particular that. Um, so. The first day we get there, like, uh, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm kind of showing him around. They're, they're playing cornhole. And they're, they're kind of just messing around. We're not really, like, trying a whole lot. We're not doing very good work in the classroom. But and then there's, there's this kid walks over. He's like, wow, you guys suck. <laughs> and we're like, we're like, okay, we're just mess- messing around. And then, and then he grabs him. He scoops it over to me first try. And we're, 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 we're like, okay. And then, and then, he, and then he, 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 he keeps walking up to us. Like, he, like, he, like, like keeps mad at us or something. And, like, he, w- he just wants to argue with us. And then we're like, then... Uh, like we kind of like kind of just butting heads because we can't we kind of just tell everybody, and then so we so we we go we go into the sanctuary and they're like uh, they're doing like something weird with these, these little kids, and then like the teacher walking like down the aisle and he's like this is getting really out of hand, and he walks by and he's just dropping his shoulder to everybody that walks by in the sanctuary. <laughs> so I was I was I was walking by him at one time and he got me and I almost fell into someone else, and then I see him I see him coming by again, and uh, I kind of have a um a flipping tables moment of fear. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see him coming by, and I, I, I he's kind of ticked me off. And then he, he walks by, and I just, I just, I land him super hard, and I launch him into like three other kids, <laughs> and like, uh, <laughs> and I, after that he was like, he was like, okay, and then, um, and then, and then that that night at church uh, during worship, I see him like, I see him, he's just worshiping like with his eyes closed, and he's crying, and I go up to him and I, I put my arm around him, I started praying for him, and then, I, and then um, he was just like totally crazy. I got, I got this picture of, of like Sebastian, like he had on him, and it was just like a, a falling off, and it was just broken. So I told him about that, and he was just crying and gave me this biggest hug. And then, um, and then that happened, and then he was he was worshiping again, going crazy, praying for all these other kids. And then at the at the end of the night, it was we were like the last couple kids in there. He still down there. He 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 was there the whole entire worship service. He's up there in front, like in front of the whole entire church. And then I go, go up to him. He's on his hands and knees, just praying. And I, got, I, felt, I felt like God wanted me to just go over there and start, start praying for him. So I go over there, and I start praying for him, and they, they, they all follow me. We're all on top just praying for him again. And then, um, and then I, I tell him to, to just, like, get up. And, um, and I ask him if he's been struggling with anything. And he goes, uh, not really. But I could, I, could just, I could sense that he was dealing with something. So then um, God told me to, to, to call him my testimony. So um, uh, like a... The, for like a, a few months before camp, I had just been like battling really hard with pornography, and I had just been just wrestling with it, like constantly. And then my first night at camp, I w- I asked for prayer, and like it just it just hit like it just it just hit like <laughs> like it didn't stand a chance. Like it just I felt it it felt it was God, and um so then I I told him that whole entire story, and he was like, yeah, I'm dealing with that. And then I we 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 all prayed for him again, and he's just like he's just crying so hard, and then he's it, it only lasted a half an hour, and then. And then they were like, have you, have you ever been baptized in the Holy Spirit? And he's like, 
constantly with the hand. You know, I've had really good success. And you say, no, I haven't. Well, then don't you want to meet with me? Yep, I'll start you. Oh, no, I don't. Training's like super hard. So all of a sudden, it's just like speaking in tongues, like super fast. Like he was just like, he's just racing. Papa's just racing and just speaking in tongues. No, like when you're like speaking, like the rest of the time when you're in the, in the faith world, he's speaking in tongues constantly. He doesn't stop at all. And like, um, like it was just so awesome to see, to see this kid that was like, he was, he was, yeah, obviously, obviously he was dealing with some stuff. He was, he was writing it out all out of shape. And then, and then, and then the rest of the week, we, we were like buddies. Like, 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 like he would just come up here and like every single night he'd give us his biggest hug. Like he was thanking us. Like, thanks for doing this for me. Cause like you, you guys like saved my life. Like you did this for me. And it was just like so awesome. <laughs> And then, um, and then, uh, like at the, at the very end, like at the very th- at the very end, where we're praying for him, and like and, and Lalanda goes, "In the name of Jesus, fall!" And he like he just he just falls backwards, like as if as, as soon as he said it, he just fell backwards. And we we were all there like trying to catch him and like let him down, but then he just like he just like laying on the ground <laughs> like the rest of the night. It was so awesome. He's like like I could tell he like got scared because he like he almost dropped him and it's like he like fell. And it was just like it was like amazing because like all of a sudden he just went like this and just like and just fell back and his eyes just like closed and he was just laying there just like shaking and it was it was amazing. left out a very important part of my testimony on the second day like a lot of us do all of us do stuff to have fun like video games or you know board games but when we were worshiping I just felt like a buzz in my in my chest and my heart it was like real joy actual happiness and like Jesus' love for the first time it was like awesome and also when we were praying for Leo that, that was the guy's name that was like being punked but London like felt a pain in his left or right side, and then he asked Leo if he had a pain or something in his side, and he said no, but it's on my other side. 
as we prayed this time. Well, he did. We did. So I just want to wait, don't sit down yet. So I want to confirm something that the Lord is like burning in me right now. And he brought it up before you guys even got up here earlier this morning. So we come back from camp. It's natural to like have this like, oh, this camp high. But what I see in you guys and what I know the Lord is confirming is that you didn't come back with a camp high. You came back with a Jesus high. And there's nothing that trumps this in your life. And the whole world is like, oh, I'm going to check out like 
this drug because it's like the best high you're going to get or sex or, you know, or party or like your girl. And I love that the Lord is like, no, the best thing is Jesus. So I just see a ministry coming out of you guys. And if you guys, wherever you're at, like you want to like experience the best possible thing in life because it's a he and he is the best thing. And you get to share all these experiences you guys have had. Right. And there's more. And, and I even for myself, I'm looking at what you guys are sharing. And I'm like, this is available at all times. Whenever I turn to him and I'm like, God, am I going to choose right now alcohol or am I going to choose you? And Jesus is like, I'm right there. I'm there for you. And whenever, 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 it doesn't have to be at an altar. It doesn't have to be in a youth group. It can be alone. It can be with people. Just turn your attention and gaze to him, and he will meet you. And like he says, he'll take us from from glory to glory. So that means this glory that you've experienced, then the next, every time it gets higher and higher. He never goes lower. It's always higher. So thank you, Father, for what you're doing in these young people. Thank you for the testimony that they've shared. I know there's more, but I just want to bless London and Ethan and Jacob and Karen with the testimony that they've shared. Lord, cement in their hearts. Lord, I thank you for the ministry that you have for them to literally be leaders where they're at, to lead people to these high places. You are the best natural high. And I just thank you, Father, that you're going to take them from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Any of the girls want to share? Kaya? So it's a bit too much to share from every day. Like, like it's way too long a story. So actually, if you want to hear, then just, like, talk to me later. But literally the two biggest prayers going into this camp, or not going into this camp, but just in my life at this time in this month and even this year has been uh, my father and my brother Kieran, and obviously all my brothers, but specifically Kieran. And um, the day before camp, uh, God specifically prepared me for something that was going to happen with my father. Um, that's another long story that I could tell later. But <laughs> on the first night, right when we went up there, after we unpacked and everything, uh, God was just showing me all these different mercies that he had shown my parents and that he had shown my father the day before he had shown me the mercies that he had shown me because mercy that's something that I didn't really understand and um, basically he's just I've already answered this prayer and it's being answered and it's going to continue to be like fulfilled in your life um, another thing to note before I get on to everything because I kind of really already joined um, God literally Every single night and morning and afternoon, like literally every day, God was um, showing me things about my dad and my brother. <laughs> and on the night that my brother was talking about when he got the word to be a pastor, it was either right before the pastor said that or right after. And the pastor literally gave a word for, um, I wrote it down and although I wasn't able to just give the testimony usually I write it down so that's why it's kind of going all over the place um, he said that um, there's been someone who's been praying for their father and they've been praying for like illness and disease and they've been and that God is working in ways that you know we can't see that he's working in the inside and I don't 
like trusting, trusting. And all these things I got the direct signals for. It was incredible to see every single one of those things that he's already said to me right there. Um, I just completely broke down because it absolutely was an answer to prayer. Right after that, I'm pretty sure um, he gave the word to my brother. I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't even cry anymore. <laughs> like, um, and it just kept on happening. And I got so many pictures to my dad. I got so he spoke to me through the past and he spoke to me through the Fantastic Four that are boys. Um, he <laughs> it's just fantastic. Um, it was just so, so constant. And not only that, the fact that he was I was hearing his word that often in so many different ways in some ways that I haven't even experienced before. Um, the scene at the camp with Pete and that was but I must say, there were so many other things that were going on every single day for me and for other people. It was so incredible. And I know that those scenes are the ones that are continuing right now. I'm seeing them every day here. It's just incredible. And I really did not say, like, all the miraculous things that happened at the camp about my dad, about my brother. But they're all there. And I do want to share them. Uh, it's just a lot. <laughs> and I really do need to write it down and feel good. <laughs> and that's it. Um, yeah. On the second or third day, um, doing service, I had Richie's save me because I realized he, um, wanted to be more aware of my actions and, um, my feelings, like, like, how I would, when I get angry, I spend out, um, and I start doing shit, and so after he was done praying, um, heard a voice in my head say that everything was going to be okay, and, um, I knew it was Jesus immediately, um, but before I've never heard or even like recognized that it was Jesus before, um, except for Holy Spirit, and so this was probably the first time I heard his voice, and Richie knew that it was true. relationship with Jesus and um, I just was speaking in tongues more and one time that just um, randomly came up to me was a vision that it was um, very strong um, it was me and my friend Brother Billy 
an awesome week. Um, so can we allow the kids to pray over those? If you're, would you guys just come and line the front? If you need physical healing in your body, come and receive it. If you are a man or a woman and you struggle with pornography, come and be free. If you just want the courage to simply pray for other people, come and receive that courage through Christ in them. Yeah, I, I want to just declare a passage of scripture. Okay, I got, I got this. Um, in James, fifth chapter, and you heard testimony of this happening. It says, is any, is any among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. The Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespass to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much Elijah was a man with a nature just like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its food. So if you believe this word is true, then you step out in your faith, and take, that's what faith is, is this action step, and you come up and you allow some of these youth that have been just recently encountered and changed and radically seeing those miracles happen activate their faith and I believe that you're going to see some things uh, break free and healed today amen amen so they're all yours someone already praying just stand behind uh, you, you might hear the holy spirit kind of highlighting you to go to one of those individuals that's okay just stand behind the person that they're praying with and they'll get to you next the rest of you who are out here you can worship the lord you can stretch forth your hand and pray in agreement the agreement's very powerful
i 
Something's changing in the spirit. Something's breaking, I can feel it. Heaven comes down. It came falling down. Here now. Jesus, you change everything. Take a moment while they're still. Um, Roy and Margie um, Cabral. Roy has been battling uh, leukemia, and uh, he's had some having some uh, kidney complications. The kidneys aren't wanting to work, so I told Roy and Margie that we would anoint a cloth for him today. And uh, this is biblical. We can have a point of contact and take a piece of material. When when uh, Paul and Peter were, they would sometimes they would just tear off a piece of Paul's garment and send it to someone, or just reach out and touch Jesus's garment. So there's points of contact, and we're going to do that. Roy's not able to be here with us, but we're going to um, just unite our faith together and, and do what the Bible says to do and, and believe that Jesus is going to just break that off of Roy, that um, leukemia can go, and uh, his kidneys will be into function as they were intended. Amen? Amen. So all of you guys together, let's uh, pray in agreement for that.
As we're going to start transitioning, I just want to share a little bit about um, those who are praying. You can continue praying. The rest of you, I just want to um, tell you what wasn't said was before the kids left, um, the Lord was, had been talking to April, and she had been praying specifically about some things. And, and uh, when I prayed over the youth before they left, I, I spoke with them. I said, hey, I said, I just really feel that you guys are not going to camp this time so much for, like, that, that they were needing to go to camp to get filled. I, th- I said, I just really believe that, that God's going to use our youth very powerfully, like a mission field, at that camp. I said, I just see you guys ministering. I see you guys going and being like that, you know, I don't know, the special forces, what was it, the Fantastic Four? You know, I was thinking, like, man, that's like a Holy Ghost hit team right there. Like, I mean, but, but God was using these kids and youth to go into an area, and it was coming from all kinds of different areas, all different environments, not so much, in, and yeah, in the midst of them getting touched, but, but they were going to impact that camp. And I saw evidence of that. I saw evidence. I heard other people that weren't from our church coming up and going, are those your kids? Yeah. Like, that's a really good thing. When It's one thing that, like, I want you as a church to know, like, what Richard and April have been doing and hosting and, and, and allowing these youth to really pursue the Lord, giving them the green light, creating the space, taking the restrictions, the boundaries, the limits off, and saying, not, let me introduce you to my God, go discover your God, amen, and encourage them to have that intimate time with the Lord, and, and I don't know about you, but when I was their age, I wouldn't have got up in front of a bunch of people and shared, for one thing, one of the most, in the natural um, shameful things that the enemy would like to do is keep things in the dark and be able to just speak out in the light. Like they're walking in the light as he's in the light. And guess what they're having? Fellowship. They're having fellowship with the Lord. And I pray that that reaches you, that you would be challenged enough to walk in the light as he's in the light. Amen. That, that you would be honest before the Lord and, and search for him and seek him with all of your heart because he says, I will be found by you. Amen. So um, they're, they're challenging. Are you not challenged? Like, 
you should be. Now, that doesn't mean that they carry all the knowledge and they carry all the wisdom. Amen? But they are a fire right now. And I would encourage you guys to go and, and impart. Don't quench, but impart and share your experiences. And, and maybe you've walked further than they have. I'll guarantee if you've walked with the Lord for a long period of time, there should be some Holy Spirit wisdom. And impart some of those things into them and help them with that. Amen? And then build them up and encourage them. Like, we have a very special youth group. They're, they're very special, and, and uh, I'm so proud of them. It's so encouraging when you know you're sending your youth off. We're not going to have problems. Like, that camp might have a problem, but, but we're not going to have a problem. Right? Yeah, here comes trouble. The, the devil's going to have a problem. Like, darkness is going to have a problem. Depression's going to have a problem. Sexual immorality is going to have a problem. Like, all the different spirits that are going on up there are going to have a problem. Amen? So, I just want to thank you guys. Like, it, it's been a pleasure being your pastor and, to, um, and being a, a previous youth pastor. Um, I know there's some of the struggles and challenges, but, but you guys topped anything I've seen. I ain't never seen anything like it. So, uh, my hat's off to you. All right, we're going to transition now into this service. Um, and, and this is a very special, unique service, so we're going to transition right now and, and uh, kind of do some honoring of, of some folks and, and installation of some other people in leadership in the church. And I'm going to ask those of you who are still around, please stick around for just a bit. And if, um, if there's ministering that's still happening, that's okay. Just go ahead and let the Holy Spirit do that. Um, but, but we're going to um, start transitioning so that um, we can, normally we don't have church from 9.30 to 12.30, um, but um, we did combine today, and some of you who got here at 10.30, you missed out on some awesome worship <laughs> that kind of set the stage for this, um, and that's all right, uh, but normally we do start at 8.30 and 10.30. Um, I probably better get my Bible. I don't know if I have that, but let's look at it. So this is um, a very... I know it's always kind of challenging, but um, it's it's just I'm just going to say like I haven't thought a whole lot. I mean I know this day was coming, and I haven't thought a lot about. Um, I know what I want to do, but not what I was going to say or, or how it's going to be. Just because, like, still almost like is this really happening? <laughs> but we are we're transitioning our youth leadership, and and by how I feel about Richard and April doesn't have anything to do with like how I feel with Anthony. So I hope you understand that we can honor people there in a position like when Pastor Jay transitioned and I transitioned, it wasn't dishonoring to Pastor Jay for there to be honor for me. And it's not dishonoring to me when people were honoring Pastor Jay. Does that make sense? Like there's there's enough honor to go around. So because my heart is super um, kind of challenged in a way of um, by doing leadership and ministry together and just our friendships and friendship doesn't change like that's not going to change. Um, geography is changing, but um, our relationship isn't going to change. But just the fact that you're going to, like, it's it's going to be weird you're not here. And that's just what I'm wrestling with. Like, man, like, you guys are like a left arm, a right arm, and um, it's been a, just such a strength and a, a, I don't even think you know, just just being here, you know. And your guys' is, Richard, your strength and, and just wisdom and insight has been very important, and I've cherished that. Then I have a brother I can just share things with and talk to and know that, it's not going out everywhere else, you know, so I really cherish that, and um, April, just when you're here, it's just like, woo! <laughs> I remember the first time I met April, and, and I'm just going to say, because I just am that way, um, but many of you may have thought the same, I, I thought, I was like, is this for real? 
I was like, is this what we're putting on? Or like, is this a, like, you can't be like that all the time. And I'm like, I guess you can. <laughs> so like, that's just been a blessing to have, you know, just being able to, I'll be worshiping the Lord, look over and see someone else that's nuts worshiping the Lord right along the tree. I'm like, yes, I love it. So just by just being here has been encouraging, but then just our friendship and, um, you know, I remember one time, actually the first, their first youth um, service, I came in, I just felt like the Lord, you know, I just want to pray with them and just kind of start off the time before their service. And we sat right, stood right in the middle of the sanctuary there and, you know, just begin to pray over them and we took turns praying and, man, the Holy Spirit just hit us with such joy. I don't know if you ever had like the joy of the Lord hit you in a very, like, would you just start cracking up? And then it just goes like, and I've had that happen before, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, no. And it was just like, just stupid laughing, crying, laughing, and like deep in your gut, like can't stop. And finally, I was like, finally started, okay, get it out of control. And she started, and I was like, oh, geez. And that's happened a handful of times. That, that is such a good thing, like when you have agreement and friendship and unity with your leaders, when you can just have those experiences. So um, I've cherished that. You work in the office and um, just, you know, just growing really close like a sister and um, being able to see your growth and your growth. And I'm, I was worshiping the first song and I felt like um, I just wanted to give this word to you guys that um, I'm so proud of you in the avenue of, um, like, I want you to stay in the boat because you're in the boat with me. And I really like that. But Jesus is outside the boat calling, saying, come. So the fact that you guys are, like, fearlessly, full of faith, have stepped out of the boat and, like, burnt the boat. <laughs> like, there's no boat. And they're out on the water. That, that makes me proud. That makes me, like, yes, this is, this is our leadership that's been in our church, and they're going out on the water following Jesus. And that makes me so proud. I'm so proud of you guys, and I'm excited to hear about the journey and, uh, and everything that's going on with that. And, and you guys be praying for Richard and April because they are. They, they stepped out of the boat, and they're following Jesus. And uh, I know he's got you. Like, it's the best place to be. Um, so if you guys would come up, I just wanted to bless you guys. And uh, we've got a, we got a couple of gifts for you. Go ahead and open them up, because I want to tell you what they're about before I forget. That is a historical artifact that early Christians wore these crosses from, let's just say, I think it was, if I remember from when I was in school, 360, around the time period, the Byzantine Empire, right after the Roman Empire, the Byzantine Empire, 
Christians wore these crosses, and if you notice the cross, it's not like a regular cross that we wear. On the ends of those are like fish tails. It's more of a square cross, and the, at the end is like a fish tail. And that was the sign of the, the church early on, was the sign of the fish. And those that was the cross. It doesn't look like ours today, but, but that was worn from Christians. And during that time period, if, you ever, if you've done any history, it was the, the time of the largest persecution up until now. Actually, today we've passed it. But the largest persecution of the church during that time period is when those crosses were collected. And I've done a lot of looking into that, and, and it only made sense that like, if, you, if you were a Christian and you wore that cross in that time period, that could be your life. And it doesn't make any sense. These were found in like three different spots in Israel, archaeological finds. And uh, I don't know, but I can tell you this, that there's a reason there were so many of the crosses in one spot. They had to have been collected. Now, there's, this is a whole write-up on the historical background of that. And uh, I just, when I was thinking of, I know you do a lot of thought, and way more than I do about gifts and stuff. But this girl, she thinks about all these different things and, like, bring up these little gifts. I was like, I can't just give a gift. Like, I want to be able to give something that means a lot. So that you can have for forever, and it is super special. And I hope you enjoy it. If you don't like it, give it back, and I'll wear it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> This is that. And then, Richard, this is a super cool watch. And you know, like, a ton of stuff, but, like, I'm like, okay, like, you go pretty deep. And so that watch, it connects with the atomic clock twice a day. It's accurate to, a, like, a thousandth of a second or, or one-tenth of a second per 100,000 years. So y if you don't have the right time, that's not why I got it for you. <laughs> but uh, it's powered by light. So as long as you just walk in the light, you'll always have the right time. Um, this is a, it has a sapphire crystal. It's, it's the hardest crystal you can have in a watch. It won't scratch up. Um, so I wanted to just get you something. I just, when I saw it, I was like, that would be, I want to get you a nice timepiece. Um, don't wear it in the water because it's got a nice rubber band. It's probably waterproof to keep the thing cool. But... Anyways, I wanted to get that for you. Um, and you guys, why we do that is we just want to honor them. Amen? Like when someone's um, had an impact in your life, we want to we honor you guys. And it's just been such a joy and a privilege to serve with you guys and to watch the work you do and um, to feel very comfortable and at peace with the kids and the youth and knowing that you get, they were being led in the right direction. In the men's and women's ministry, you know, also I've seen every, all those areas grow so excited for you, and you guys, they stepped in a very um, difficult time, for me anyways, there was lots of stuff going on, it was just like, what was the, so the, the answer to solve the problem? <laughs> it's like a utility knife, I'm like, well, I already know, and we're going to talk a little bit about faithfulness, like when we install the other, like, we're so faithful, and, and that, was, that was just the biggest thing for me, is like, man, these guys are so faithful, man, I, I felt comfortable, and I felt like the Lord was in those those moves, and might not have made sense to the whole church at the time, but it sure did to me. And uh, so it is a, a challenge seeing such vital part of the church going out. But that's that's how it is. Like you're not ours. This isn't this isn't my church, and this church isn't the only church. Amen. We all are part of a great big body, and uh, and Jesus is in charge. Amen. He's the head, so he calls the shots. So I do celebrate that with you guys. I know it's not like goodbye. We're praying for each other, and I love that. So 
If you want to say something, you can, and then we'll have, uh, I'd like to have the family come up, and then um, those who would like to come around with the vehicle and, and just pray over them and bless them. It's not, it's okay. Isaiah, Layla, you can come up. I just want to encourage you to love much. I'm thankful that my heart aches like this because it means that we have loved and received love. It's right, the way God intended it to be. So I just encourage you to love and be loved. Put yourself out there. Get connected. Let people love you. It's on purpose. You will not experience the fullness of him if you don't. You weren't made to be on an island all by yourself. So we thank him for this heartache. It is the deepest in my life. But it's evidence that Christ is in us and through us. And we are connected by his spirit. We are spiritual beings who have an occasional human experience. I love that quote, whoever wrote that. So I just encourage you. I encourage you. And we're thankful. We're thankful for each of you. Your words over us, your love, your encouragement. It's just, it's not a human experience. And I invite you into that. If that's not your current experience, step into the supernatural. Step into the deep. But thank you. We thank you for being here. Basically the same. Um, you know, when I came up here earlier and I, I said that one of the things that I noticed in the church is that there's just a willingness to submit. I felt the Lord telling me to share with you guys to be willing to submit one to another. And that's how you see the church is submitting to each other every way that is the way to love that's how people see God's love for you is by submitting yourself to each other so I just encourage you to submit to them grow out of each other start commingling with one, one another we're moving into an era where that is going to be vital that we are one body that you guys really know each other intimately and that you know that you can depend on each other as if you were blood relatives you're two more than one when you share the spirit of God in each other. You, you begin to, you don't know that until you begin to actually commune with each other. So just submit to one to another. Be willing to, to be vulnerable with each other. Take the time. Actually sacrifice some time with each other. With all the different things that we, we have going on, with the men's ministry and the women's ministry, make the time for it. Kind of pray over them. We have Steve, Sarah. No, I thought I saw Steve. Okay. Those who are out, um, you stretch forth your hand, and we just want to pray blessing over them and um, thank the Lord. Father, thank you. Thank you for this time that we've had. Lord, what a joy, Lord, to 
And I know how pleased you are when brothers and sisters come together in fellowship and in unity. What a powerful anointing that is. It's so precious to you. You said it was like the oil that ran down Jesse's head, his beard. It was like the water that flowed down from the mountain and brought nourishment into Israel. We thank you, Lord, that it was so precious and so reviving. And Lord, and, and, and it's just been a beautiful thing to encounter with Richard and April. We thank you for their friendship, for their leadership, Lord, for their faithfulness. Lord, and we know it's not over. Uh, Lord, we can say, and it's such a beautiful thing to say, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. Thank you for the examples that they've been, Lord, of, of love, what they're talking about, of being vulnerable, of being open um, and submitting. Thank you for that. What an honor to be able to lead and to have relationship with them, Lord, and, and to serve together. And I thank you for the example that they've set, Lord, with over the men's ministry and with the women's ministry, the, the fruit and the, the lives that have been touched by them. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We just declare, Lord, that's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We just declare that the latter shall be greater. Lord, we ask you, Lord, to pour out the floodgates of heaven, Lord, upon them in blessing. Lord, I, I thank you, Lord, that they just haven't landed in a spot. Lord, I ask you, Lord, that it be the perfect spot. Not just anything, Lord, the right spot. They will know beyond a shadow of a doubt that, Lord, where you land them, Lord, where you open the doors, Lord, it will be right. And I thank you, Lord, that they haven't just jumped into anything. Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that... That your word says the steps of a righteous man or one a woman are ordained by God. So, Lord, ordain their steps. Lord, thank you for that. Lord, give them solid paths, Lord, to walk on. Lord, thank you, Lord, for we're able to see, Lord, what it looks like to walk out on water. Lord, thank you for that example, Lord. And we know, Lord, that your hand is there. Every step that they're taking, Lord, they're stepping onto your hand, Lord, that you've prepared it and you've already went before them. Lord, and you are supplying things, Lord, as they go on this journey. And, Lord, we just thank you for that, Lord, that that peace would just rest upon them. Lord, that that the, uh, their children, God, will be blessed by this outcome, Lord, by the, the decisions, Lord, that they're doing. Lord, that this family would grow closer and closer together. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that, that they're, they're um, learning things right now, Lord, that they would never see, Lord, if they haven't stepped out of the boat. And we just thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for that obedience. You always bless obedience. So we thank you, Lord. Just release that obedience over Richard and April. And, Lord, we are so excited for what their future holds, Lord, and we will celebrate the victories with them, Lord. Lord, we will cheer them on. Lord, we thank you for their ministry that in, and what's been imparted to us through them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen.
so I want to take just a moment and, and uh, use this as an opportunity to minister to the church and let the church see uh, kind of what what we're looking for and what the Lord's looking for and has always looked for leadership. And uh, I worked up a, about an hour and a half message. Some of you are like, who knows? Um, but I wanted to start just with um, just faithfulness. And, and as I said, you guys modeled that so well. And, and me and Jenny, for those that came to our leadership training uh, from a few months back, that's, that's the core. That's the beginning. That's the first thing that has to be established is being faithful. And uh, in 1 Corinthians 4, 1 through 5, I'm using the Amplified. It says, so then let us who minister be regarded as servants of Christ and stewards, trustees, administrators of the mysteries of God that he chose to reveal in this case. Moreover, it is required as essential and demanded of stewards that one be found faithful and trustworthy. And then Paul says, but as for me personally, it matters very little to me that I may be judged by you or any human court on this point. In fact, I do not even judge myself. Listen to this. I'm aware of nothing against myself, and I feel blameless, but I am not by this acquitted before God. It is the Lord who judges me. So do not go on passing judgment before the appointed time, but wait until the Lord comes, for he will both bring to light the secret things that are hidden in darkness and disclose the motives of the heart. Then each one's praise will come from God. So... I just wanted to thank you, and I'm transferring that trust and, and seeing that faithfulness in you guys, um, and that's why you're in those roles. And it's, it doesn't matter if you think, and I think you're faithful. It doesn't matter if you think all the rest of these folks think you're faithful. As Paul says, he said, I, I don't even trust my own thought on that one. He said, but that's the one I'm wanting to see faithful. And I encourage you in that to look to him as your source. Look to him as what his faithfulness looks like as you have been doing it. So continue in that. That's why you're in being installed in this role. And church, I want you to, to just hear, um, as I kind of give them some, some things to chew on, is what's to be faithful. Here's some to be faithful. In order to be faithful, we must go. To be faithful, we must go. Uh, one passage that I was thinking about in this is Jonah. He was told to go to Nineveh. How'd that turn out? To be faithful, we must go. Now, here's the one I, I, want, I really like is Isaiah. Isaiah heard God's call and what was his heart? Here I am. Send me. So you guys are faithful to go. Here I am. Send me. Don't be like Jonah. To be found faithful, you must give. And you guys have given you guys are giving. And I want to share a little bit of what the giving is going to look like. You're going to give of yourself. You're going to give time to prepare for the Lord's work. You're going to give the Lord your talents and your gifts. You're going to give yourself to serve and to not be served. You're going to have to give of yourself. You're going to have to give of yourself to your family in the midst of all of that. Not forgetting that that's what is qualifying you to serve, that you've been faithful. And 
for you, one of these days coming, that you've been found faithful serving in other things and in youth ministry. But what's going to qualify you to keep in these positions as you grow in the Lord is that you're going to have to be faithful to your family. Those are things like when are you going to be faithful? That you want to have leaders that you can model and say they're leading their family well so they can lead others well. That's the biblical model. Amen? You must be faithful to continue to grow personally. It's a real easy thing that people get into ministry and leadership and they think I've arrived. Or they begin to prepare for others. Lots of pastors do this. They're preparing and leaders are preparing messages for everyone else and they quit growing personally. So you guys have to be faithful to continue to grow personally as you have. You cannot give what you do not have. You should only be, no one should be able to drain you. I had this revelation the other day where I was preaching, I think, talking about being whelmed. Remember the Holy Spirit that fills us and overflows us? We don't want to stay these little containers that stay contained. As leaders, you need to be overflowing. If you are overflowing, the Holy Spirit is overflowing you, only thing that people should be able to get to is that overflow. You won't be tired. You won't be drawn out. You won't be, when you're weary and tired and darn out, it's because you're not overflowing. And people are getting to what you're trying to contain. And you're pouring out, and it's getting lower and lower. So when you are out of your abundance of living water flowing out of you, they never get to the source. So you're going to need to contain that and keep that going and, and keeping yourself filled. Growth does not happen by accident. It's just not accidentally going to happen. You're just not going to like, I like to do like the God stuff, like Lord, just do the stuff. Growth doesn't happen that way. So you're going to have to put some work in. That means you're going to have to get up and put, put some time in front of the Lord in his presence and in his word. I got ahead of myself. And give of your overflow. <laughs> this is the last point. So praise God. Amen. To be found faithful, you must be on guard. You're going to have to be faithful against the error of the false teachers. That was a uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4, this is what Paul said to Timothy. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. For their time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. He's not talking about the sinners. He's not talking about the lost. He is speaking to the church. The time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of the evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. You have to be faithful against the error of false teachers. You have to be faithful and on your guard about becoming puffed up with Christ. When we step into leadership roles, we've got to be careful. 
You can start believing your own press. Start believing the hype. But you got to be on guard and be faithful against that. Realizing that if anything good is happening, it's because of the Lord. <laughs> and I can tell you that from firsthand. If, if anything's good happening here, it's Jesus. Because if I'm in charge and I'm running things, it's a mess. I've proven that over and over. You've got to be found faithful and be on guard. That when we preach and teach others, we ourselves don't become castaways. And that sounds like a very crazy thing, but it's, it's there. It's in the Bible. It's what Paul taught. We can, we can be in a role where people's eyes are on us, and we've seen it. We've seen plenty of leaders do it. And why that happens is because we're not doing the first three things of being faithful that I've talked about. You've got to stay in tuning yourself and realizing that. And some of you um, have already been feeling um, Sarah and Steve have been in that role already. We just didn't have the official installation service because I didn't want to do three of them like in a month. We just waited till Anthony finally got right. No, just kidding. It's <laughs> 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 just how it's going to be. So just <laughs> but we just want to be able to do this all in one shot. Amen. We want to do this at one time. And uh, there, there is a clerk in here. It might be important to it. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think we should do this. <laughs> I set the bar low, so you guys will look good. <laughs> do you understand, and this is at the end of this, if you agree, I would say yes, we do, or yes, amen. If you don't, um, we're in trouble. <laughs> do you understand that you all will be responsible to feed and care for and be a good steward of the Lord's flock? Like Joseph, you will be tested in matters of integrity and character. And these things the Lord will use to build you and those who you serve. You will be responsible to lead, protect, encourage, edify, and care for those under your care. You agree? All right, church, you get to play part in this. Can I have uh, Jen? Is, is Jen here? Someone go grab Jen. Someone besides our kids. You guys stay here. Ethan. Um, where's Aaron? Where's my big homie? Come on. Anthony, mom and dad, you guys will come up. Church, I just want I want you to, to understand I'm going to ask you to do something. Um, we haven't done this before in transitioning folks, but I think it's important. Um, if I have all, uh, they're going to need your support. We have three new people in position in this church, and they're going to need your support. You might not agree with everything that they decide to do. There's there's a high prob. I, I can say that from experience. When I transitioned, not everybody agreed with what the things we were wanting to do. But hopefully those who have stuck around have seen that there's been good fruit in it. Amen? So you might not understand if they do make some changes or do some things that they're doing, but I, I want to encourage
encourage you to support that. Has anyone ever supported or worked anywhere or done anything where you didn't agree with every single thing that happened, but you still supported them? Because there's a high probability you don't still agree with every single thing that I do, but you support me. So I want you to to commit to support Steve and Sarah and Anthony. And I want you to commit to praying for them. And I want you to support them by when they have a flyer and there's an event that's going on saying, hey, we're having a gathering and we want we want to strengthen the men. I want you to support that by attending. That's a really good way to support that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't feel too supported when like nobody shows up. I'm like, do they like me? And, and let me tell you, your leaders can be insecure. And you don't have people coming around you and encouraging you and strengthening you. You think that they're not, but they're humans just like you. They're people just like you, so support them and encourage them. Pray for them. When you see some of those events or when you feel the Holy Spirit, just you think about them. Pray for them. So I want you to support them in those things. And, and, I, and I do believe that I've heard their hearts. I've heard the, the vision, the things that they're wanting to do in their ministry. I believe wholeheartedly that's from the Lord. And they're, they're in line with what my heart and what this church's heart is. So support that. Amen. Don't just don't let it just be like, yes, pastor, like I'm going to ask you to, to do something and to to give your support. If you want to see these these areas of ministry thrive and do well, it's going to happen because you're supporting it. Amen. You guys are going to have to support your sons, and I know you do like no one else, because this is a whole new thing. And I don't think it's a little thing. You've got a crew of, of Holy Spirit filled wild men and women that want to go take over that campus and I'm all for it and you have my support whatever by all means necessary <laughs> with that is going to come and, and, I, and I'm just going to say it just small enough because I'm not going to give too much credit but you're going to have a, an enemy that's going to come against that and you guys are going to be very vital to him the rest of these guys have spouses. But <laughs> and, but you guys cover him. Cover him like, like never before. And uh, pray over him. And I know you do because this is a very special thing. And listen to your brother. <laughs> Aaron, cover her. Sarah, so th- no, just <laughs> but but Sarah, don't neglect your home. Don't neglect your home. That's your first calling. Make sure you raise those kids up and and those. I've watched my wife do all that, minister to our kids, because I was at work, I was gone, and that home is is well handled, and and she's wonderful in those areas. Don't neglect your home. There's going to be lots of opportunities and things to happen, but you have those kids for a short period of time. That's your first call. And I support you, and I love the vision that you have and, and the, the heart of um, where you're headed. And I've seen the faithfulness that, that God has done in you, and uh, we can get behind that just a little bit. Thank you. Cover her. She's going to have a lot more arrows getting fired at her. And I know God made you a good size for a reason. You can cover that. So take care of that. I know you will. 
you guys. I know you. I know you've seen your dad as a leader. He's a leader in your home, and he's been very good in those areas. Now he's stepping into a different role in a different time. And Tyler, he's been the one that's been pouring into you. I want you guys to start pouring into him because he's pouring out a lot. And he, you guys, when he comes home, can be a source of strength and encouragement. And he's getting beat up, and and you guys don't know the different attacks and and battles that that come and the things that go on in the mind and the second guessing and I don't know if this and all that but being able to come home and have that support from you guys is going to be very vital and uh, thank you for taking this on and I love that we get to be a part of that vision that God put in your heart so many years ago um, and it just aligns here so well so I, I believe you know I truly believe that this men's ministry and this women's ministry and this youth ministry is the core and it's so cool to see God raising up. And when they, you guys first came out, I was just like, what? I was like, what are we going to do? And it was, thank you, Jesus, for it being very quick, because I didn't sleep for a couple of days. You know how you do that? You're trying to figure stuff out. Am I the only one? You try to figure it out yourself. And I'm trying to go, oh, man, I'm like, oh, Lord, Tosca in front of me. Oh, Lord, thinking about you guys. I'm thinking about this, thinking about you guys, thinking about whoever else. Oh, my Lord. So I had to just, Lord your church this is your people I don't want to miss it Lord let me see it and uh, each one of them I had something just came into my heart and me and Jenny both we just Lord we need something this or that and to be able to go and, and they're like yes 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 that's really awesome so church if you guys would and, and as, as we're going to gather around them and pray and Richard and April, if you would come up and, and pray over them. Um, and the rest of you, family, just if you want to come up, you're feeling like, yeah, I want to lay hands on them. And if I would say this. If you've led before, if you've been in leadership in a church, it doesn't have to be this church, but especially if you've led in this church, you better get out of your seat and come lay hands and pray because you've been in this role. You've been in this seat. You've been in this spot. And you know how important it is to have that support and that covering. So, yeah, that'd be good. Like now, go ahead and get out of your seat. Those get prayed. <laughs> go ahead and start gathering around them, and go ahead and start praying. Congregation, you go ahead and just reach forth your hands and start praying over each one of them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just thank you. We celebrate, Lord, the call. Lord, we celebrate, Lord, the, the answer to the call. Lord, we celebrate the faithfulness, Lord, that has been modeled to this point. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you are calling people who are faithful, Lord, who have gifts. And, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would ex expand their heart and their ministry and their, their mind and their souls in the gifted ministries. Lord, I pray, God, that not just their natural gifts, but their supernatural spiritual gifts, God, would be unleashed and opened up, Lord, like never before, as they walk in this ministry and in this power and in this calling. We thank you, Lord, that their steps have been ordained by God. We thank you, Lord, that you've gone before them. 
We thank you, Lord, that you have equipped them and empowering them. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that they are being called in such a time as this. Lord, for your glory to be poured out on this earth. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that, that they have answered that call. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that they are covered, Lord, and they have the support of this church. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are leading them, God, into a great, spacious place, Lord, that is, that is full of, of life. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that, that the, the weapons of, of the enemy that would try to come against them, Lord, are being pulled down. Lord, that they are being, they are being overcome, Lord, by the support and the unity of this body. Lord, we thank you for their families, Lord, for their protection and their covering in their homes. God, I pray over their homes, Lord, that that would be a place of refuge. Lord, I pray that you would just conquer and squish all confusion, Lord, all question, Lord, any arguments about their leadership and about these roles. I pray that you would squash it right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you would raise up their faith, Lord, that you would raise up a standard, Lord, against the lies of the enemy. God, I pray, Lord, that you would raise up, Lord, faith in them and courage in them. Lord, I praise you and thank you, Lord, for their goodness. Lord, I thank you, Lord. I pray over their family, God, their children, Lord, as they serve, and over their brothers and their moms and dads, Lord, as they serve. Lord, I praise you and thank you, Lord. I thank you for that covering over them. Lord, I pray that, Lord, when they're at home, Lord, and, and when those, those things are coming against them, Lord, that their family would meet that, Lord, and that you would trace a hedge of protection around their family. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that it is an honor and a joy to serve you. Lord, I pray, Lord, that these days serving you, Lord, and, and for some of them in the first times as a lead, I pray, Lord, that it would be one of the most exciting and joy-filled times, Lord, to minister by you, to hear your voice, and to pour into others. Lord, I pray that that would be such a joy-filled time, God, that, that um, it would, it would, they would always want to continue in ministry. Lord, we thank you for this season of transition. We thank you, Lord, for men and women who we can look to and see the example. We thank you for the calling, Lord, that's on their life. We thank you, Lord, that they said, here I am. Send me, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we celebrate the blessing that they've already been in our lives. Lord, we celebrate what's to come. Lord, I pray over the, the leadership of the youth. Lord, that, that it would flood over into the high schools. Lord, I pray that you bring the right people alongside Anthony to minister with him. Lord, that you equip the team around him. Lord, that there would be agreement like never before. Lord, I pray that over Sarah, Lord. Bring women alongside of her to support her. I pray, Lord, that that, that vision will get caught. Lord, that people would trust Jesus in her. Lord, that you would bring women alongside of her, Lord, who, have, who will be a strength and a support to her. Lord, we thank you that you've equipped people around her, Lord, that Lord, she doesn't have to have all the gifts. <laughs> Lord, that, that you have brought people around her, Lord, to use their gifts also. Lord, we thank you for Steve. Lord, I thank you for what you've done in him, Lord, and his, his heart to know you, Lord, and his heart so pure, Lord, and humbled, Lord, thank you for that example, Lord, for our men. I pray, God, that you bring men around him, Lord, to strengthen him, to encourage him, to support that vision. Lord, to thank you, Lord, for that desire there for there to be mentoring, Lord, of the older men to the younger men. Lord, I pray that that vision would be fully fulfilled. Nothing would come against it. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for the gifts and the ministry, Lord. That, Lord, I thank you for all the different churches 
and ministers and pastors and family, Lord, that have poured into these men and women. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we just pray that, that the fruitfulness of all of those things would come forth in a very powerful way. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can keep praying. You don't have to click because I did. church, I wanted to just give a, um, an opportunity that you heard some of the things I've said. Would, would you guys agree to be supportive of um, Ace, or not Ace, of um, Sarah and Steve and Anthony in prayer and in your support of, of, uh, of what they're doing? Just say, yes, we do. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. So we're going to dismiss. Um, don't forget, we're going to head up to the lake. We'll have baptisms, well, three or four-ish now because we probably might get up there. And around 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock, we'll do some baptisms. Um, if you can't stay for the whole time, maybe just come up for that. If you want to go mess around on the paddle boards and go swimming and, and just hang out as a family and picnic, that's where we're going to be. Turn right on K, on K Road, K's Road, and then Sand, uh, Sandy Beach, Sandy Cove Picnic Area.